Hi, I'm Ari Redmore. Welcome to TRM Talks. Today we are live in Las Vegas for ACANS, and I am here with Santa Clara prosecutor Aaron West. Aaron, thank you so much for joining me. It's so fun to be here. We're in the middle of um, the expo here at ACAMS. Yes. It's fantastic. I love it. We are the TRM booth, hence the really cool sort of TRM uh, background here. And um, I've been wanting to have you on TRM Talks forever, and we realize we're going to be together. Same place, same time. Let's do it in person, which is way more fun uh, than doing it recorded. So uh, thank you so much. Yeah, this is fun. You know, I, I think sort of people know you as really this champion for, you know, stopping pig butchering out there in the world. We're going to get to that. Um, but I don't know that a lot of people sort of know the backstory, right? How did uh, you sort of get interested in this issue in particular, but also just talk a little bit about your journey as a prosecutor and then kind of into this world? Yeah. So I, um, I just finished my 25th year at Santa Clara County Office of the District Attorney. And while I was there, I did all the normal tours that you do as a county prosecutor. So I did general felonies, but I spent a good part of my career doing sex crimes. And so my heart really developed in terms of like, I want to be, I want to help victims. I want to help, I want to help people who have been hurt. And, um, and then after I had my boys, I really needed somewhere that wasn't sexual assault. And so I ended up doing high tech crime. And I've been with the React Task Force since then for the past eight years. React Task Force is a high tech task force and they do all kinds of crimes. But for the past five years, they have primarily been crimes involving cryptocurrency. Um, amazing. I don't know. It's so funny. I don't, it, in all of our conversations, I don't know that we've ever had this. I was in AUSA in DC for about 11 years. And what most people don't know about that office is the only federal prosecutor's office in the country that also does the local crimes. Oh, I and did I, not know this. So I spent my first five years in the attorney's office doing everything from domestic violence, misdemeanors, to felonies, to ultimately serious child exploitation, sexual abuse cases. Um, and they're still the most rewarding uh, cases that I ever, uh, ever was involved in. Um, so like kudos, because I know how hard that work is. And then frankly, I also had kids yeah. and uh, realized that it was time to probably find something. Else. Yeah, yeah, because you you find yourself jaded and suspicious of everyone. And that's not a good, healthy way to live life. Yeah. So, so you just you go to pig butchering then. So you go to pig butchering. So you go to pig butchering. Um, but what was what was interesting is React Task Force um, five years ago, we started investigating SIM swapping cases, which is a type of hacking where the bad actors take over access to your incoming texts and phone calls, and they use that against you to manipulate your two-factor authentication, ultimately getting into your accounts and stealing your money. So. React Task Force had a head start on local government in terms of being able to trace cryptocurrency. So when pig butchering came up, we first saw it in March of 2022. And uh, I remember talking about it with one of the detectives and he was like, well, suspects are overseas, money's overseas. I don't know if we take this on. Really interesting. Like just a little bit of sort of going back a little bit. Sure. Let's talk pig butchering. And sort of, you know, it's obviously a crazy very, very descriptive. But what, why do we call it that? Sort of what, what is, what, what is it actually like? Talk to me a little bit about the evolution of a scam like this. Sure. So this is a, a scam uh, that emanated from China. It is a Chinese term, Shazu Pan. And the concept behind pig butchering, translated to pig butchering, but the concept is this scam will consume its victims from snout to tail. It will take literally everything from them. 
And so that's the nature of this scam. It's a scam unlike anything we've ever seen before because it combines two of the most basic human wants. We want to be loved and we want to be financially set. And so what happens is the beginning of the scam is, I mean, I'm sure you've gotten that text as everyone has. You get a weird, wrong, apparently wrong number text on your phone. And from there, uh, the scammers begin a conversation with you. It can be from there. It can be from LinkedIn. It can be from Facebook. It can be from a dating app. But some bad actor comes into your life in some way and you unwittingly begin a, a conversation with them that ultimately leads to a relationship. It's a long con. They're not in it for the short term. They're in it to spend time with you developing that relationship and then ultimately leading you into an investment in cryptocurrency. So the victims are in love and they are watching themselves get wealthy. And so when you put the two of those together, it is a, it's an explosive force that then leads our victims to continue to invest and invest and invest thinking they're getting wealthy beyond their dreams. And then ultimately the butchering is the, the, the stealing of the funds. Exactly. So what our victims are really seeing is they're seeing a, um, a domain. They're looking at a website that looks very real to them, that looks like they have all of this money in it. And when they go to make a withdrawal, that's when the scammer says, well, now you have to pay taxes on that. And our victims will say, oh, okay, we'll take it out of my gains. And they say, no, it has to be new money. And so that's when our victims who already have liquidated 401ks and cashed out children's college accounts now are getting home equity lines of credit and borrowing from parents only to find out then that this relationship was completely fictitious and they're completely broke. It's a, it's a double whammy that humans aren't set up to take and they don't take it well. And we've got, we've got crowds of devastated victims who, um, who are, you know, who are suicidal and, um, really the human toll is massive. I know another piece of this puzzle and something you've looked at also is who is the scammer on the other end of that tech message or that uh, social media interaction? Um, cause that, those, those people, um, as you, you have taught us all, uh, are victims here also in many respects. Right. And I think, um, when I first looked at this, it's very easy to hate the scammers that are taking the money like this. But I think what we don't understand immediately is that the people doing the legwork on this are human trafficked into doing it. So we've got victims taking advantage of victims, and the only people winning are Chinese organized crime. What Chinese organized crime has done to, to fill their compounds of of the manpower needed to do a scam this massive on this scale, they need literally tens of thousands, 100,000 people to do this much work. And so to do it, they are creating these beautiful websites, advertising, work abroad, come, come live here, we'll put you up, we'll give you room and board. You can work in HR, you can work as a model. And so these these unwitting people are drawn into this. And where are they typically going? Where is this? Where where are these folks uh, who are sending those text messages? Where are they living? So it's it's happening primarily in Southeast Asia. So we know of massive scam centers in Cambodia and in Myanmar. And um, and our, the problem for law enforcement is that we don't have a lot of good relations with either of those 
country sufficient to be able to make a huge dent and make arrests and, and free these people who are being held. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about sort of that strategy. But uh, you mentioned several times in the conversation the React Task Force. Would you talk a little bit about sort of what that is? Yeah, yeah. So I have the pleasure of working with some of the brightest, most hardworking detectives in the business. The React Task Force is a, um, it's a Santa Clara County-based task force, but we encompass five counties around the San Francisco Bay Area, about 6 million people. And the detectives come from all different, primarily local agencies, and they are specially trained in the investigation of high-tech crimes. And that includes um, phone forensics and computer forensics, as well as being able to trace cryptocurrency. Um, Got it. Amazing. And, um, you know, one thing that's always sort of, I think it's really extraordinary, but what you've got as a local prosecutor you've been able to sort of, I think, reach out, uh, cast a really wide net and bring people together. Sort of, you know, when did this start? And, 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 and yeah, talk a little bit about how you've, how you've done that. Have you built task forces and worked across interagency and, and state and local and federal? Yeah, I mean, 2022 was a big year. 2022, we realized pig butchering was a massive problem. And at the same time we realized pig butchering was a massive problem, we realized more and more this is how bad guys are moving money. They're moving money using cryptocurrency. We had the edge because we, as a local agency, had done these SIM swapping cases and done cryptocurrency. But we found that our local brethren did not have that experience. And when they were seeing victims of cryptocurrency crimes, they didn't know what to do. We were hearing from victims all over the country that I went to my police station and they said, we don't do crypto. And so that that didn't seem workable to me in the long run. So I thought, well, what if we brought together the people that are working in cryptocurrency and created a group? So so last year I created something called the Crypto Coalition. And when I was doing it, I was like, well, I'm going to I'm going to throw a party and see who shows up. So I invited everyone to my webinar and they're all vetted, um, active law enforcement working in this. And 85 people came to the first webinar. Fantastic. And then from there, it has grown and grown. And today we're 1300 people as part of this listserv webinar shared library. And it really spans, we're talking local, state, federal, and international. And international. Which is just extraordinary. Well, it's yeah. the international piece is amazing because that is the situation with cryptocurrency. We're we're dealing with money that can be moved, well, that isn't really even being moved anywhere, but is being used all over the world in this in this forum. And so we need a coalition of everybody in the world to work on this together. So it's, it's amazing. Been, I mean, the promise of the technology, right? This is cross-border value right? transfer at the speed of the internet. Yes. But illicit actors also- They take advantage of that. Take advantage of that. It's, it's, and you have to have that that that, that presence. Um, big announcement uh, this week, last week, uh, between the Crypto Coalition and TRM Labs. Can you talk a little bit about that? This is a huge deal. Okay. This, I am so excited about this. Genuinely, <laughs> like, I, I'm super excited yeah. about this. This is the culmination of- of ideas and thoughts and then really coming to fruition. So um, one of the things I noticed early about um, about the work I was doing and trying to educate law enforcement nationally about how to do this is you really can't do the hardcore work that needs to be done without a tool. And we all know that tools are expensive. And uh, for me, the concept of getting tools in the hands of a competent, educated investigator was paramount. How do we do that? How are we going to, how are we going to enable 
our local prosecutors and our local detectives to be able to do this work. And so I came to TRM and I, I've been talking to, you have key people who've made this work, Kyle Armstrong, one of them, but it's your CEO who, who spent time with me, heard me out, heard what I had to say, explained the need to him, and um, he was receptive. And so the big announcement is TRM not only is, is going to help enable lo local law enforcement to get this tool, they've actually made it a program. And so it's the TRM fellows. And, and what I love about this is, is, isn't, we're just going to give you this tool, go knock yourself out. TRM is going to pick a handful of members from my coalition who do this work. You're giving them a year license, but it's more than that. You're also creating this community where we will meet on a regular basis to discuss how we're working with this tool, what our successes are, what are our pain points, how can we work better together? So I, I'm hoping that this will continue year after year and we will just continue to expand and get more capable practitioners out there. It's a massive deal. Super exciting. And I love the, I love the idea that it's not just like, here's the tool, knock yourself out, that there's a training component, that there's this kind of bringing folks together because that's really your, your hallmark is ensuring that sort of everyone is working closely together on these issues. It's amazing. When I, uh, when I introduced you, I should have said, uh, Assistant DA, Aaron West, and keynote speaker. Oh, that's right. right. We're, here so, we are at ACAMS. So is that yes. what we call, we, we might have to call you that now. Um, so yeah, we're at ACAMS, and you gave the keynote yesterday. You, you kicked off the conference. Uh, talk a little bit about what you talked about uh, in your keynote. I really, if you know anything about me, you know I'm super passionate about pig butchering because I think it is a massive global problem that involves trans massive transfers of wealth from primarily our middle class, really eliminating a generation's worth of wealth and taking it household by household and transferring it into the hands of bad actors. And the reason why it was such an opportunity to speak here is because I really believe that this is not a law enforcement problem. This is not a... Uh, blockchain analytics problem. This is not a social media problem. Like this is everyone's problem and we need to work together. So to be able to talk to a whole room full of financial industry and talk about how can, what is your piece of the puzzle? What can you do a little bit better today? And, and to really empower them that there are so many opportunities. I mean, I had never even heard of pig butchering two years ago. And yet here we sit and it's, a, it's, it's quite frankly, one of the I think one of the biggest issues that's being discussed here at ACOMS today. Interesting. I mean, it, it, and you have, the, the audience is incredible, right? You're talking about thousands of, of compliance professionals yes. you know, across the world. Um, what are those things? Um, you know, it, it, you know, your message to hopefully more than thousands now is what is, uh, what are those things that people could be doing, whether they're compliance professionals, um, you know, non-law enforcement folks, um, awareness. I mean, uh, we get these all the time. Uh, Craig Tim from ACAMS uh, put something on social yes. media today that while he was sitting there listening to your speech, he got a thing, you want to play golf, Yes, right? That is the start of what a scammer is looking to start a conversation with someone, you know, oops, wrong person, but, you know, send me Bitcoin. But exactly. like, so, so, so talk, talk me through like, sort of what can regular people be doing? Yeah. So I think one of the interesting takeaways, whenever I talk about this, I always say, has anyone heard of pig butchering? More and more people are hearing about it. But when I talk to like Rotary or my local, nobody knows what pig butchering is. But then I say, who's gotten a wrong number text on your phone? And the gravity of this is 
almost everyone has. So that is the reach of these bad guys is they're hitting all of us. They have access to all of us. So all of us, number one, need to be aware of what this problem is. So when we talk about regular people, I always say you need to know what pig butchering is and you need to go tell your barista at Starbucks about it and you need to tell your friends on the golf course and then you need to tell, I always say the woman who serves me my Diet Coke at McDonald's, like everybody needs to know about this. So for for regular people, for average consumers, education. For banking, I think um, there are two great resources out there. FinCEN just yep. did a fantastic Exactly. Bulletin. You talk about banking, right? I mean, you have the, the you know, AML regulator, the Financial Intelligence Unit for the United States, putting out um, a uh, advisory on big butcher. That, would, that had to be a pretty big moment for you in terms of the raising the level of awareness for this. It was a huge deal. So that came We've out. We talked about this. Yeah. 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 yeah, that, yeah. That, came, that came out last month. Yeah. And, um, or September 8th, I think it came out and it's yeah. like, there is, there is now a drop down. There's a place on the form where you can, you can put pig butchering and are encouraged to put pig butchering. We can flag these now. We can study them. We can know more about them. So, um, yeah, that was a massive, massive moment in that, you know, like I said, this is relatively new We in terms of talking about it. And then to have FinCEN put the effort into creating, um, a really good piece of work that you can look at, learn what the typology is and, and look at there's Vincent, I think gives 15 ideas about what you should be looking for. It's a great resource for anyone in this industry in, in really any industry and in understanding what, what we're dealing with yeah. here. I would say, honestly, if you could have two things uh, to get awareness out to compliance professionals at financial institutions, is an advisory from FinCEN and maybe speaking to 3,000 of them at this conference yeah, that you got to do right? yesterday. So I feel like it's been a pretty good, uh, pretty good month or so. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and any key t t other kind of key takeaways um, from the conference over the last couple of days that you'll even sort of take home with you and and, and work with, uh, you know, uh, officers and, and investigators on? What I continue to see and what surprises and delights me is the camaraderie and the real willingness to work on this issue and the real, this is a, this is a, an issue. This is a human issue. What's happening to people. Like people are getting devastated on both sides of this. What I see consistently is people who care about that and who are interested in trying to work to make things a little bit bigger. And one of the things I always talk about is like, I cannot eat the whole elephant at once. I cannot solve pig butchering tomorrow, but I'm going to keep taking one bite every single day and keep, keep trying to move it forward. And I think there are opportunities for everybody in whatever business you're in to move it one step forward, Jay. I feel like between elephant eating and pig butchering. Oh, there's wow. A lot there's a lot. Really Symbolism. Terrible things are yeah, happening to animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't like. <laughs> Aaron, thank you so much for joining TRM Talks. Like literally, this has been something that I've wanted to do forever. And um, really glad that we could do it in person. And, and yeah, and what a treat to be able to do it in this environment. It's and, super and, fun. And seriously, thank you for the partnership. And thank you for the work that you're doing in this space. Um, we talk all the time about building safer financial systems. And I can't think of sort of doing better work in that space. So thank you. Thank you so much.